Welcome to the Cinema Rat, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent, narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about Kevin Costner getting divorced upon. Now, I think this is good timing because, as some of you know, you ardent, supportive listeners, May and I just did a Kevin Costner versus Mel Gibson episode right at the end of it. We talked about how he was still married to Christine Bob Gardner because we didn't know that she just divorced him. So this dropped on May 2nd that his wife of 18 years, who he's actually been dating uh, overall for 23 years, divorced him. And there was a, a rep statement that essentially said that this was forced upon Costner. This was not Costner's choice. And as of late, Baumgartner has not re- retorted or responded to that. So it seems like she was the one who initiated the divorce. And this isn't that shocking because if some of you know that kind of the stats on this, the Red Pill stats that women initiate divorce 70% of the time overall. And if the woman is college educated, it's 90% of the time women initiate the divorce. So in this case, Baumgartner went to Cal State Fullerton and had a college degree. Therefore, it's not surprising that if a divorce occurred, she would initiate it. That doesn't mean that he didn't deserve it. Who knows? You know, we don't know the, the history of this. Costner was a divorcee. And, and just being a divorcee, if you guys don't know that stat, second marriages have a 70% failure rate. So Costner was going to that marriage already with a failing marriage. He was married to Cindy. And from all reports, when they got divorced in 94, that was him who initiated that. And look, Cindy was a like a starter wife. Uh, if you don't know, Kevin Costner started his career, for lack of so many using the word started so many times, pretty late in his life. He wasn't like Harrison Ford who started in the late 30s in his life with American Graffiti and, and then Star Wars. But Costner was a late bloomer. He was in American Flyers. Many of you know he was cut out of the big chill. But it wasn't until 87, 88 with No Way Out and... Um, the Untouchables, that he he was big. So he was married to Cindy going back probably around 1980 they got married. And they had three children together. And then for for what we can tell, he divorced her in 94. In 94, and he's at the peak of his fame, albeit Waterworld just came out. But this is like A-list Costner. Then he has a, a relationship with a woman and has a child with her. And then he eventually meet, meets his future wife, Christine on the set of Tin Cup. So this is like in 95, but they don't start dating until 98. Baumgartner is a good 21 years younger than he is. So right now she's 49 and he's 70. When they met, uh, if you do the math, she was 25 or so and he was 46. And she was essentially a nobody at the time, but you know what? Women who are born with beauty, they can get the man. I mean, this is a classic Hollywood trope. This is a classic Hollywood trope. So she catches the eye of Costner. They start dating. And then eventually she gives him an ultimatum after several years of dating in the late 90s. It's like, you need to marry me or I'm out. And she also told him straight out. It's like babies are in the picture. So there's a a cynical term called baby rabies when a woman really wants to have a child. 
So she had baby rabies, and you can't blame her. Look, I mean, women only have a certain amount of, of reproductive and productive years to parlay their beauty into something constructive. So clearly, she did, just didn't want to be Kevin Costner's lover. She wanted to have the, the provisioning and security and, and no doubt the status of being the wife of Kevin Costner, who was one of the most famous actors out there. And even in the late 90s and early knots when his career wasn't at its best, still, he is world famous. So eventually either out of love or he didn't want to lose her, he agrees to marry her. And they get married in 2000, uh, 2005 or so. And they have had three children. The youngest, I think, at this point is 12. The oldest is in the upper teens, but they're all under the age of 18. And so they, so she filed for divorce. Now, why is she filing for divorce? Who really knows? I mean, maybe this will leak out later on. There's a classic familiarity breeds contempt. You're with somebody for a long time and then you fall out of love as you get to know them and you hear them flatulate all the time. I think some of it is this look. Costner, is he a difficult man to be married to? I don't know. I think there are worse men to be married to like Mel Gibson. I don't know. I, I from what from all the interviews he's always said he's always said positive things about Baumgartner but look let, let's be real Christine Baumgartner was an aspiring model and she married into this fame she think of all the famous actors and actresses that she's met the last 20 years think of the lifestyle the trips the houses all these things for Marion Costner and maybe it just reached a point now that she's 49 that she's like I don't want to I don't want to live with this guy it could be connected to the Yellowstone tra uh, drama, drama and trauma. If you're not familiar with what's going on with that show, which I do watch the show. I haven't seen the fifth season because I don't have cable. So I have to wait till it comes out on Peacock. But the second half of that show has been stalled. The second half, I should say, of episode, uh, season five has been stalled because Costner allegedly and reportedly doesn't want to come on uh, the... He doesn't want to do as many hours. I mean, even to the point where... The reps that are, are people that are leaking off at Yellowstone saying he only wants to come in for a one week's worth of work for six episodes. <laughs> and of course, his rep is saying that's nonsense, that he's very committed to the show. But apparently he wants to do he wants to direct and act in this Western movie. And he feels like the the, uh, I guess, production schedule of Yellowstone is interfering with that. My retort to that is just I mean, just po push back this movie that you want to do, because look, let's be real in 2017. When you decide to do this show, I mean, your career was pretty much washed up. So you do owe a lot to Taylor Sheridan and creating that. And of course, Taylor Sheridan owes a lot to Costner because that show probably would not have gotten greenlit without Costner and all the spinoffs that are very lucrative. So I just think that maybe there was something there that Baumgartner didn't like, that maybe he was being a, a stubborn arse. But I don't think it's that. I just think that 20 years of being with somebody and... I think that has a lot to do with it. Now, in terms of like money, is Costner going to lose not much? He's not going to lose much because this is very open that he did have her sign a prenup, which is smart because when they got married, Costner was worth tons of money. And it would be ridiculously stupid of him not to have had her sign a prenup. So she's not going to be able to get uh, spousal support. Let's take a break. I wanted to let you know about some of the other feeds here at the Eclectico Gregorio. The oldest one we have is... The Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover-ups, ways to biohack your life, to ensure longer longevity, medical conspiracies, and naturopathic stuff. 
We also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 2017, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about 100 episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. So you see in a lot of cases where women will get half of the assets. If you like, look at Dr. Dre, the guy from NWA, the rapper, after he designed the, the headphones, beats, and all these things, that when they got a divorce after 24 years of marriage, she was asking for $400 million, which was half of his assets. And you see a lot of these cases. Look at, we talked about Ewan McGregor, or maybe this episode hasn't come out yet, but Ewan McGregor and his wife, when, when he divorced her from Mary Elizabeth Wanstead, she got half of all of his earnings from every movie he had done previous to that divorce. So you see these actors who just get fleeced. So Costner is not going to get fleeced from this. They're both fighting for joint uh, custody of the kids. So if he's able to get this, then then he's not even going to have to pay child support. And I'm sure she's going to get some sort of cash settlement. And we'll see. I mean, this is this is hot dropping news. This came out on Tuesday. So we'll see if this is going to become acrimonious like many divorces do. We will see. I'm not too shocked by this divorce because... There are studies out there that show that if your wife is more than, I think it's like 11 or 15 years uh, older than you, you have a much higher rate of divorce. And I think that just has to do with the generation, the generational difference uh, between the people. That's why I I laugh at DiCaprio. It's like, what does DiCaprio have to talk talk about with the 21-year-old model? But I, I, I saw this coming because simply, look, being world famous like Costner is a double-edged sword because you're going to get women that you normally wouldn't get. Like if Costner was literally like a dude who worked at a, 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 a golf pro shop just behind the counter, he's not going to be getting beautiful women. So the fact that he is famous, you're going to get more women, but you're also going to get women that are more like we like to collectively call gold diggers. And I'm not saying Baumgartner is a gold digger, but let's be real. If he was working behind the at Bass Pro Shop, she wouldn't have given him the time of day. So you could say this as well, you know, it's the ancillary benefit of being Kevin Costner and being world famous is that you can get these beautiful women, but you also have a higher rate of getting these gold diggers. And look, maybe she wanted baby rabies. She wanted babies because Kevin Costner is a very handsome man. Maybe she wanted to have children, but also subconsciously or in the back of her mind, she's like, well, if I have kids with this guy and this marriage doesn't work out, uh, you know, I'm going to be able to get money from this. Either way, we'll keep a track on some of the other second wife famous couples Harrison Ford, of course, was married to Carrie Matheson, who was a very famous television or movie producer and writer, and then eventually got with Callista Flockhart from Ally McBeal fame. And then you look at Alec Baldwin, who was with Kim Basinger, the actress, for quite some time, and then she got he got with Hillary Baldwin, the fake Spanish yoga instructor, Hilaria Baldwin. And then you look at Bruce Willis, of course. You know he's dealing with dementia issues. He married. 
after Demi Moore, a woman that was much younger than him, Emma. And there's a lot, you know, Dennis Quaid is with a 30-year-old and he's like 75. So, I mean, this is very, 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 very common in Hollywood. So maybe, who knows, this could be the first domino to drop of the 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 second wives and, and, and cost her next thing we know we're gonna hear hilaria baldwin with the seven kids is gonna be divorcing alec baldwin which i wouldn't blame because we have the episode here how no one likes alec baldwin either way i will post a poll at the cinema rag about cost you let me know what you think of him there's two links in the episode notes one's for paypal make a donation the other one is a link to the website so you can listen to all the eclectical gregorio feeds but the best thing to do is just listen to them on apple and spotify and when you're on apple and spotify Rate and review because it helps with the algorithm. Until next time, take care, God bless, and break. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow The Rag today. Until next time.